Welcome to Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. The purpose of this podcast is to soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate. Now you might notice that soothe, heal, inspire, nurture, elevate is an acronym. The acronym is SHINE. And it arises from my experience, my belief that we all have a light inside. <laughs> I think if it, the sun shines on the inside, always, the light is always on. And that it's only thought that gets in the way of us experiencing that light. My name is Chevy Gillings. I'm a coach, podcaster now. (laughs) And I also work in the health and social care industry. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Inner Space Coach. And if you hear something in this podcast and you enjoy it, please subscribe. Give it a share. Let people know. I'd really appreciate that. So, it occurred to me this week that I'd been struggling. And what I was struggling with was feelings of sadness, waves of sadness that seemed to, it seemed as if I was experiencing them like fog, like patches of fog, like all of a sudden I was just in the experience of sadness and I kept moving and then I was out of the experience of sadness. And it occurred to me that I didn't really have anything to be sad about. And that what I was experiencing was energy. Messages coming through other people, through social media, through other people's experiences, through listening just to how much suffering and grief and pain is occurring in the world right now. The way I see it is that I can't be disconnected from your suffering and you can't be disconnected from mine. And that I can choose to disconnect from it. And we think about that in terms of spiritual bypassing or denial, you know, a psychological defense against pain and suffering. And 
You might have heard me say this before, that I want to live in the world with an open heart. I don't want to live in the world defended. I don't want to live in denial and I don't want to bypass. I want to feel and experience and understand where my experience is coming from. A few years ago, I read a book called The Serenity Principle. And as a result of reading that book, I left an abusive marriage and embarked upon (laughs) a bit of an adventure, really. A choice to live with an open heart. A choice to feel. A choice to acknowledge, experience, to feel. Experience, not to push it away. And sometimes we really want to push it away. Sometimes we really want to push away the suffering, the grief, the pain, the loss. Sometimes we want to push that away. And it occurred to me this week that actually there is a task for some of us which is to allow the energy to be expressed, to not be afraid of the experience. To be certain that the sun shines on the inside always. So how are human beings having experience? How is the mind working? There are some key principles and it's important to understand that a principle is at play whether you believe it or not. Gravity is a principle. It's at play in the world whether we believe in it or not. So the principles are mind, consciousness and thought or energy, awareness and thought. So fundamentally, everything is energy. We human beings are energy. And there's an intelligence behind all of life. And the scientists are pointing to this today. And before science, we call this energy God. (laughs) Before we had scientific understanding, we had created gods and we attributed power to gods but we recognized fundamentally that there was an intelligence occurring in nature and in ourselves we call this intelligence mind The second principle is consciousness or awareness. We have the ability to be aware. And in fact, everything alive 
has consciousness has awareness the flower knows just what to do the bee knows just what to do and finally the last principle is thought Now thought shapes all of our perceptions, our beliefs, our values, our understandings, our opinions, our judgments, our hopes, our dreams, our aspirations. They're all made of the same stuff. My metaphor for this is that icicles don't look like what they're made of. Icicles don't look like water. Icicles look hard, solid, rigid. But put a little heat on them and they start to melt and become fluid and moving. They become water. If you continue to apply heat, then that water becomes gaseous and steam. And even then, they never occur to us as H2O. (laughs) We never see the atoms of hydrogen and oxygen. We never see the energy that holds these atoms together or molecules together. You see, I can tell I'm not a scientist, isn't it? Our ideas and our opinions, our beliefs and our values may occur to us like fixed things. They may occur to us like icicles. Our understanding might occur to us as a fixed thing. Children believe in Santa Claus. Icicle. All women are. All men are. Icicles, icicles, icicles. Fixed ideas, fixed opinions, fixed judgments. Our history looks like fact. Our personal histories look like facts to us. Also, it's an icicle. And here's why. On a bad day, when you're in a bad mood, <laughs> in a low mood, you can look back at your history and see all of the shit things that have ever happened. And that can give license and legitimacy to your low mood in the moment. When you're feeling good, and we might say that you're in a higher state of consciousness, you're vibrating at a higher frequency, you can look back at your personal history and notice good things. So the state of mind that we're in in any given moment shapes the perception that we have in any given moment. And this is how the principles of mind work. Mind, consciousness and thought equals our experience of reality. Our experience of reality. And what's key to notice about that is that everybody has their own unique way 
of formulating and putting together those three things to experience their reality. So one person hears Donald Trump speaking, for example, and in their reality, what he's saying and what he stands for makes total sense. In another version of reality, it makes no sense at all and we see risk and danger in his ideologies and in his speeches and what he's proliferating in the world. I listened to a wonderful lady talking about the three principles yesterday. Her name is Beverly uh, Beverly Hayes, I think. Miss Beverly, as she's known. And she was talking with a, a well-known author called Michael Neal. And she was talking about how she came to understand that she had this guide inside. Now, what she terms the guide inside is what I'm calling the sun, the light within, that is always shining. And that thoughts come like clouds passing over, shaping our experience in the moment. Why would I even be speaking about this understanding? Because when the clouds are thick and heavy and the world looks dark, the world feels cold and difficult. What I'm always certain of is that the light has not gone away. the sun is still shining and that in fact it's because of that light that the clouds even form in the first place it's because of that light that the clouds can move on it's because of that light that we can notice other people's suffering and feel. What they may be feeling, that we can resonate with other people's experiences. That even though you might not have personally lost anybody to the pandemic that's happening right now, that you're not immune to the suffering of those that have. And it's okay to weep. Because that's what heavy clouds do. As they ascend, they rain, they release what they're carrying and the sky clears right up again. 
When people don't know that the sun shines on the inside always and that they are in the experience of totally believing their thinking and they create systems and structures based upon their false ideas. It occurs to me that that's an interference. It's a little bit like there's a signal being emitted by this divine intelligence and the signal that's being emitted is thrive. Thrive, thrive, thrive. Move towards the light. That's the signal. Come to the light. But the clouds get in the way. And so people look to the clouds. And they create systems and institutions by which other people suffer. It seems to me that those of us who can, those of us who can see and tune in to the one signal, to the original signal, that says thrive and move towards the light, it seems to me that part of our job is to undo the interference and to remind people that there is a divine signal occurring underneath all of the madness that we're seeing on the surface. I think that's why I keep making this podcast. I think we have a job to do, which is to undo the interference. And we can only do that to the degree by which we can do it within ourselves. So if you don't know that you are not your mistakes, if you don't know that you are not your best idea, you are not your worst idea, you are not the thoughts that you are having about yourself. Like that's the primary occurrence um, occurrence and interference, isn't it? Like we believe in the idea of me. <laughs> it looks so fixed. This is me. This is how I am. This is what I do. Icicles. Underneath all of those ideas is the light. There is a signal that says thrive, thrive, move towards the light. And as we get closer to the light, what is revealed in us is all of the things that get in the way. And we might not like what we see. We might not like 
judgmental thinking. It might be news to us that we have so much judgmental thinking and so much evaluation thoughts. But keep moving towards the light, the neutrality of that. Because as we do, it helps, it like clears up the channel that we are. So there is less interference in our communication, less interference in our relationships. Because the fact is we are all made of the same energy. Like that's not even, it's not even a belief anymore. It's like science has proven it. So whatever gets in the way of the oneness in experience is interference. I just have a heart to be about undoing that, undoing the interference. Like imagine, imagine that when every single one of us were born, we had the capacity to be, to become anything. Yet where we were born, the skin that we were born into, all of these things then shaped us. All of these things then become the interference. So we don't know ourselves as beings of light. We know ourselves as whatever identity we're jumping into at any given time. My desire is to live with an open heart, undefended. And for the strength of my back to be the assurity, the assuredness that the light shines on the inside always and that the oneness is a fact, not some fancy idea, not some bypassing idea. And that the interference is what's gotten in the way and created all kinds of very harmful systems in the world. Systems that harm the planet and systems that harm people. It seems to me the mission is to undo the interference. And as much as I can do that for myself, so I'm doing it for all of us. As much as you do that for yourself, so you're doing it for all of us. So today, may I be well, may I be peaceful, may I be happy, may I be loved. May you be happy, may you be peaceful, may you be safe and may you be loved. May you point your attention towards the light within. May it resonate in your heart to thrive, to thrive, to thrive and come towards the light and bring all of your parts with you. Make no enemies 
inside of you. Bring all of you to the light. And experience the healing. Experience the clarity. Experience the peace. Experience the warmth of the light. And in so doing, you undo the interference and you become a clearer channel. A clearer channel. These are some challenging days. It's important for us to take care of ourselves first. And so, I hope you found this Saturday soup nourishing and useful. Keep shining.